This is Friday Night Frights, brought to you by Starburst magazine. Hello and welcome to Friday Night Frights, the weekly horror podcast from Starburst magazine. I'm John Tolson, and on tonight's show, we have the team behind the British paranormal mystery thriller, The Casebook of Eddie Brewer. First rule of ghost hunting, never talk about ghost hunting. Eddie Brewer, paranormal investigator. I believe that people see, hear, and experience these things, whatever they are. Where are we up to now? Well, it's a place called Rookery House. It's a rundown council building. Unusual noises. You better not be filming me. Well, it usually turns out to be dodgy electrics. Where's your plasma gun? Knowledge in a hole in the wall. Is this it? Oh, it's a hole. What's been happening, Eddie? Uh, the mother thinks there might be a poltergeist. Could have a psychological basis. That's often the case. She has this imaginary friend. Yes. And does that friend have a name? Yes, Mr. Grimaldi. So what's his real name? He told me not to say it out loud. Okay, so I'm here with Andrew, Sean and Ian, the uh, writer, director, producer and star of the casebook of Eddie Brewer. So my first question to you is, uh, I'm assuming this is your first feature film. Yeah, as, as, a, as a group of um, actor-stroke filmmakers and producers, producers yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. it is. Yeah. Okay, so had, had you worked together before as a team before you made uh, Eddie Brewer? No. No, we, we, we knew each we other. Mm. Yeah, we did know each other. Sean I hadn't seen Ian for ten years. Yeah, Sean and I yeah. worked together in radio, uh, radio drama. Yeah. Yeah, so we've known each other a yeah. long time. We're both in the archers, you see. So, uh, yeah, for, for our sins. For our sins, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, um, so we did know each other. I've known Andy a long time. But, strangely, over the years, I hadn't worked with you no, an awful lot, no, had I? No, not at all. You know, um, so it was really nice to, when you... Um, Approached you down yeah. the alleyway. Similar <laughs> <laughs> to this one. Yeah. Yes, in a non-threatening manner. <laughs> <laughs> Casting director, I say. Yeah, well, because I mean, I, I've been an actor, you know, uh, for over twenty years, and so I guess I know a lot of people in in Birmingham. We shot it all in Birmingham, um, and it's all the cast is from from the Midlands, um, apart from Peter White, who's uh, a well known face on on, on television and film. Um, but Andy came to me, and because I had some kind of local knowledge of of actors, um, in fact, Ian was. You know, pretty much. You know, he, he was a uh, a sitter for Eddie. There was there was no question who was going to play. That's Eddie. who I wanted. Who I wanted. Mm. As well, yeah. well I, I try to remember yeah. the first time it, 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 the subject came up. Uh, Sean and I occasionally, occasionally go to see a film in yeah. uh, Birmingham City Centre. Yeah. And I think I'd been out of work for quite a while in 2010. Mm. I was feeling a bit low, mm. and uh, I think you were a bit a bit worried about. Um, how I was really, mm. and uh, you said, "Would you be interested in doing a film?" I thought, "Yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it, uh, whatever it is, and uh, whatever part. I just like to get my, get get into things." 
Mm. Uh, not, not, no mention of it, it of the subject yeah. or what parts were on offer. I think, so, we're, I think we were outside Waterstones in Birmingham City Centre at the time. That's I seem right. to remember. That's right. <laughs> Gosh, we're going back two years now. Um, so it was the yeah. desire then to make a feature film that came first, was it? Or was it the, the story? Or was it a sense it, it of the was, character? Well, script, I it was the script. I mean, I think, I think we're all three of us subscribed to the script is king. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it, without a great script, you stand a chance of making a good film with a great script. Um, and it was a great script. And I think the fact that we were able to get, you know, really talented good local uh, actors and attract Peter White um, to, to do it everybody who read the script came I mean when I first read it I thought this is fantastic we've got to make this yeah. um, so I had several meetings with Andy and I said let's just do it uh, you know by the will of the people we will make it mm. so that's what we did we were about yeah. casting it um, yeah. scheduling everything and, yeah, and I was in um, the script and uh, I've uh, I've been interested in the subject of the paranormal uh, since the, since the early seventies mm. and uh, supernatural, ghostly dramas, uh, BBC stuff and all the rest of it, and so I know a certain amount about it. So when I went and read Andy's script, I rea- realised Andy had done his research. It was very well structured. The characters were interesting, and uh, I've read so many bad scripts on on this sort of subject. It was so nice to read a script that actually made you feel uncomfortable. And definitely the hairs on the back of my neck were literally up in some of the scenes. And that doesn't happen every day. So it was the script that uh, impressed me and uh, inspired everybody else Mm. to get involved. So how did you go about trying to raise the funding for the film? Uh, Did you go through the usual sort of financing routes or did you do something different for this? A few benefactors gave a bit of money, but it it was a low budget but, uh, it, it, was, it was very, very modest, and we hope that we don't think. Well, we know. Well, in kind, a lot of the, a lot of the actors yeah. did it in kind, didn't they? Yeah, it's on, on a deferred payment basis. Yeah. So you know, when we attract um, a distributor, which I'm sure we will with the success we're having in America uh, and in the UK, um, then our plan is obviously to pay everybody. Um, well, Pete White, we'd have to pay him fifty thousand probably. <laughs> we paid him yeah. no, no, fifty thousand no. less than you that. You paid me fifty thousand. Oh, oh yeah, because <laughs> you were just about every scene, in, so yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a case of Eddie Brewer. Yeah, I, re- yeah. I remember reading and thinking, this is such a good piece and it's such a good role. Who have they got to play that role? <laughs> Who's going to play Eddie? And I thought I'd love to play, but they're not going to consider me. So I've got to say, they couldn't get Bill Patterson. <laughs> in front of what he looked, I've been here for ten years. What he looked like, and I knew he was an intense character when I met him in, in the mid nineties. Intense. Yeah, you were, you were quite intense in the mid nineties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good sense of humour, very nice, but it could be intense, which is I thought great. Yeah. But then he showed me a picture of him taken in a, in, a, in a mirror in a hotel somewhere. That's right. He yeah. had a beard. I thought, my God, it's Eddie Brewer. This is amazing. So I thought, well, it's got to be Eddie. it's got to be Ian that has a go at yeah. this. You, you obviously can't see this, but we are all um, sporting beards. Mine is of the goatee type, but Andy and Ian are both bearded. Well, I noticed yeah. Ian that your hair was a bit darker in the film. I wondered if did you uh, notice that? Yeah, I wondered if the, 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 <laughs> the process of making the film has aged you in, in <laughs> any way. I, he's one of us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was twenty-eight when I, when I made the film, <laughs> and uh, no, it's uh, it, it, it was uh, a challenge. Uh, but no, my hair was dyed because uh, in the script it refers to Eddie's hair being dyed. Um, and Maurice Gross, uh, the character, the, the real uh, investigator who's based on, he dyed his hair as yeah, well. Absolutely. And I thought, well, the man has a certain amount of vanity mm. and he's, he's still uh, hoping to get on with the ladies. 
and so he wants to make himself look as young as he can, even <laughs> though uh, he's obviously out of condition in many respects. I thought you looked like Stanley Kubrick acted in a lot of shots. Oh, all right. <laughs> I've got to follow the a shining example. Yes, yeah, that's shining. Yes. Uh, very good, very I, good. I thought Jabba the Hutt had too much. You guys kind of all acted in it. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you were there. Right, yeah. But what I was going to say is that I noticed in the credits that you all kind of took multitasking roles in it. Yes. Was this? Did this make it an easier film to make, or did it make it more so. difficult? The fact that you all had to take a hand in doing a little bit of everything. We were, I mean, we're we're a close knit group, so made um, it easier, I think. Yeah. Because yeah. we can rely on each other. Mm. You know, we we, we we trust each other yeah. and. Um, and obviously, Sean and I have done a lot of audio work, and uh, I did the bulk of the uh, the vocal sound effects. Mm. And with Jamie, uh, Jamie Robertson, our composer, sound designer, we we devised the the uh, sound layout. Uh, but also, I did foley work with him. Uh, the bits where the uh, you hear the running in in, in the roof. Uh, that was my, those were my hands running along the mantelpiece <laughs> and on the ceiling of my lounge. So uh, no, it's it's amazing what you can do with limited resources when, when you really want to do them. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I I, I wasn't involved in the, in, in the post production sound design at all. But I I just I mean personally, I just think it's stunning. It's brilliant. Yeah. It, it raises it, it raises the film to another level. Absolutely. And Especially in the five point one. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. looking behind you, where's that noise coming mm, from? Coin yeah. dropping. Yeah. Yeah, no, very good. Particularly yeah. the coins yeah. is really stands uh, out. Uh, um, watching it tonight, as soon as you hear hear the coin drop in the right place, you know you're know the winner. It's worth it. Yeah. Yes, you get obsessed by these little effects. Yeah. It must be right. It must be right. That's right. <laughs> I know. But I, was like, I did the editing. I must point that out. I didn't myself. That's why I, didn't, I don't. Like, the film's too familiar to me. It's quite hard to watch it because it's so yeah, it's so with it all the way. You know. Mm. Uh, but I did the editing as well. Okay. So. How, how long did it take you to to, to uh, edit the film? Five years. I gave it to one editor, and it wasn't. It was going too slowly, and he didn't have the time really to, to get into mm. it. So I had to take it off him really and do it myself. I wanted someone else to do it, so I had to do it myself, and it took me a few weeks really. Yeah, mm. with the input of the others. No. Oh, did, no did you screen it to, really. to order an audience and inform? We, we did a preview screening of, of what, what what stage was that edit? September two thousand. September. Yeah. So so mm. some very very kind folks, the audio suite, um, offered the, their screening uh, room, Facilities, yeah. um, and we just got not random people, but we tried to make it a good demographic of teenagers, women, men, different ages. Mm. And did a questionnaire, so it was all it was all yeah. very small scale Hollywood, but exactly sure. that kind Scares. of preview screening. Yeah. screening you know. yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, we, we we agreed that we'd uh, put in drop in a few extra sort of short scenes, short sequences, mm. or brief shots like the mouth, um, yeah. mm. the, the figure behind Eddie, that the sequence in the corridor where Eddie hears a voice calling his name, things like that, just to to heighten the heighten, heighten the, the terror. And build build yeah. it a bit more. This was after the preview where you yeah, uh, we, we, saw saw that you could make these improvements based on the. We took some feedback certainly from, from right. the questionnaire that yeah. we, we, we we'd, we'd already put in some by the the, mm. the point of uh, the audio speak preview, um, but after that we added other sections uh, yeah. uh, with uh, Lucy in the cellar, and um, uh, I can't think what I was going to say. 
Well, anyway, you had a really yeah. good screening tonight at Mayhem, and yeah. uh, and you've been playing quite a few festivals here and in the states. So tell us a little bit about, about fourteen. Uh, we've done it. Yeah, yeah. fourteen, uh, nine of which in the states. Yeah. So, uh, so America four are crazy awards. Ready. Yeah. Four sure. awards already. Yeah. Four awards. So where were yeah. the uh, the awards from? Uh, Arvada, the Film Festival of Colorado, Best Science Fiction Horror Film, Best Actor at Buffalo Screams New York, uh, Best uh, Independent Feature at Manchester Fantasy Film Festival, and uh, Best at the Shock and Gore, Best in Feature at the Shock and Gore Festival in Birmingham. Excellent. So yeah, so, yeah it's, it's very pleasing that, you know, it could be not, not all the festivals have awards, for example. Mm. So I think... Yeah, I think we're doing all right. Over ten, yeah. get over ten festivals. I think we're doing all right. Yeah, really. yeah. So you're looking for a distributor now. Yeah. Any any leads? Any interest well, from any other companies? Uh, yeah, we yeah. have we've got a number of leads, and you know, it's currently with some people in New York at the moment. They're looking at it. Uh, obviously, with what's happened in New York, VOD. that's sure. going to be you know yeah. a little while off. I can imagine because obviously the. But yeah, that we're actively looking at the next part of the process because we're, although we're coming to the end of this year festival phase, uh, we've already potentially got three or four screenings next year. Yeah. Um, that we've been invited to uh, actually yeah. apply for, you know. off the back of the other festivals yeah. we've been invited to uh, so the word of, the word of Eddie Brewer has been been spread yeah, and sure. yeah, people are contacting us would you like to be part of the festival which is great you know so people are obviously saying nice things about it so it yeah. keeps it alive going mm. going to 2013 yeah and uh, at some point we will go uh, there'll be a, a DVD release uh, we're not quite sure when yet mm. but it will it'll matter, it'll matter on the Depends on the uh, distribution. For more information on the Casebook of Eddie Brewer, visit the film's website, thecasebookofeddiebrewer.com. Friday Night Frights. Well, that's it for tonight's Friday Night Frights. But don't forget you can reach me via the Starburst website or on Twitter at starburst underscore mag. Until next time, stay, stay scared. scared. You're right. You're right.